Okay, and we are recording. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Problematic with JC. I'm your host, JC, and uh, here in just a moment, our guest Andrew is going to join us. So this is our first episode, and I kind of wanted to give some background information about our podcast. We're based out of a small town west of Asheville. Um, I've had a passion for politics in a while, for a while now, and so I just figured we'd give this a shot. So without further ado, I guess Mitchell joins us tonight. How are you doing, Mitchell? Oh, uh, doing good. Why did you call me by my last name, bro? This isn't football. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm obsessed with 69, but Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it's cool. It's whatever. So I've been relatively concerned about our national debt for some time, and uh, Democrats and Republicans both love to think of new ways to waste our money and increase the debt. So I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the latest wave of stimulus checks, including a plan proposed by Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer to give those deemed by the government to be essential workers up to $25,000 each in hazard pay. Okay, first off, $25,000 is way too much, unless they're, like, you can prove they have kids or something like that, and, like, that they could actually use that money. Even then, it's still a lot of money. But, like, yeah, I think anyone that isn't, like, a homeowner or doesn't rent or anything should get, like, about five grand, maybe. I don't know. It, it, just, it just depends. Um, there's actually been a, both things that I read. That was like Democrats want to do it for uh, every grocery store worker, every nurse, and every person that works in public transit, um, at least. And they wanted to give them each twenty five thousand dollars, but the, but the Republicans want to give it to a small business, which I can kind of see that, you know. And honestly, like for for me, I'm not like a socialist or anything, but like I'm. Like yeah, small business small businesses could definitely use it. But the people that are out here on, like, the front lines literally risking their lives, okay? Like, the word people are literally risking their lives over this coronavirus thing. Small businesses, they come and go, you know? There's... I get them trying to help it, but, like, pe- people could par- could die from this crap, so... And, I mean, we really don't... I, I don't know. For me, I'm, I'm more on the side of the people more than businesses anyway, so... mm. And I mean, we really, like I said, not a socialist. Not a socialist. <laughs> we don't see the scope of really the severity of it here. We, the county we live in, Haywood County, North Carolina, we've only had four cases so far. So we've been relatively fine. But there are these places where, you know, people in the grocery stores are dying every day. So I absolutely do agree with giving hazard pay out to these people. I just feel like we should be a little bit more reasonable because $25,000. <laughs> Unless it's for like a family of four or five, that's just a tad bit excessive. If and they're like a hotbed for the coronavirus and stuff like that. Like here in Haywood County, more people die of heroin than coronavirus, so it doesn't matter. But like in like bigger cities, I could definitely see like twenty five thousand heroin there because there's more people, therefore more of a risk, more more of a hazard. They like to call it hazard pay. So I could see it for them. And I mean, I guess they're not going to give it all at once. What they want to do is give everyone a $13 an hour raise. I mean, I I guess that's smarter than just giving $25,000 in straight cash all at once. Temporarily, I mean, anyways. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what the compromise will come to. But uh, what's concerning here is... The, if they can the, compromise. The, we know how these parties are. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't like to get along. They, they, they can't 
compromise on anything unless it's to give the government more power, which that's the world we live in now. And the scary thing... Or to keep them in office longer. The uh, debt is actually set to overtake the GDP by October of this year. So that's $20.61 trillion worth of debt. That's the most we've ever had. And they're adding $3, $4 trillion worth of debt just with these stimulus packages, which is really concerning. And when, when was the last time that that happened? Uh, wasn't it like the Great Depression or somewhere near that, something like that? Uh, World War II was, I believe, actually the last time our debt went over our GDP, but World War II paid for itself. It created jobs. Yeah. But that's not to say that we need to go out and start wars, because nowadays I think we've really moved past. The last thing we need is another war, another senseless war. We've moved past the wars, I think, but um, mm-hmm. the uh, war hawks in the government don't really see it that way. They they want to keep sending American citizens out to the Middle East to die for useless wars. Needlessly. And this was mm-hmm. an unpopular... For their war that they started. This was a quote-unquote socialist opinion just five or six years ago. Anybody that criticized the war was anti-American, and now people are starting to see, you know, maybe this wasn't the best use of our money. Right, exactly. What happened, we should have done whenever, um, whoever's name was, I forgot, I just remember that Obama killed him or something. What we should have done whenever he did, yeah, whenever we did, it's amazing how close he sounds to Obama. Anyways, (laughs) that's beside the point. (laughs) What we should have done whenever 9-11 happened was we needed to, like, collect our cool, okay. You just killed thousands of our people. We're going to turn your whole country into a glass parking lot. That's what we should have done. But here's the thing. They didn't even attack the countries that were involved. It was Saudi Arabia, and nobody wanted to do anything to Saudi Arabia because that's where we got all our oil from. So they, in a a way, got away with it. It was an oil war, let's face it. (laughs) That's basically the entirety of the Middle Eastern wars at this point. It's oil collection and... The thing is, we we try to be the global police too much. It's We really just need to focus on our own citizens, our own country, and let other countries focus on their citizens, their countries. I mean, not every country wants to be the same way we are. I mean, not every country can handle democracy. And it won't work. Yeah, it won't work in some countries, you know. I mean, I, I like – it works here because – people here generally agree with democracy, although sadly we're moving in the wrong direction here. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, people here agree in free and fair elections, but I guess we'll see where this goes. Yeah, they're wanting to... Ever since Trump won, they've been wanting to get rid of the electoral college, and it's funny how that conversation never popped up whenever it was anyone else winning. It's only Trump. I think they also did it under Bush, too. They, they've done, they want to get rid of the electoral college because Bush won, but like, oh no, it, it elected Obama, so we're good now. We can keep it. Oh no, it just elect, elected an, a Republican. Yeesh, we I gotta stop like this crap. On the conservative side, people <laughs> criticize Obama to no end, but no true yeah, conservative I mean, he, supports George W. Bush. I mean, he wasn't the most small government, stay out of wars president. I mean... Not only that, but he was literally a moron. I see so much resemblance between Joe Biden and George Bush than I have in any other person in my life. Now, granted, Joe Biden has dementia, but like George Bush, he drank his mind to death. So, I mean, there's you got those two sides of the coin. Um, 
if Biden gets elected president, spoiler alert, he won't. Um, we could possibly have Bidenisms. We're kind of getting those right now. Yeah, some of the stuff he says is Bidenisms quite are great, funny. Bro. <laughs> like when he was down in South Carolina, he said, um, I'm Joe Biden. I'm a candidate for the United States Senate. I'm like, bro, you don't even know what office you're running for. You need to stop. It, it is fun to watch. I as sad believe, as it I is. I cannot believe he got the nomination. I cannot believe it. Well, it was either him or a socialist. And I mean, at least Biden or Bernie, sorry, Bernie had all of his marbles. I disagreed with him. But he had all of his marbles. Biden here, had, his I mind know. is soup at this point. I know. I, I know. To me, if you think that socialism is a good idea, you need to get in your brain, bro. Either that or just off yourself. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's Bernie. right. Uh, Bernie gets COVID. He's done, dude. He's going to die. <laughs> well, with the, the socialist health care, I mean, that's obviously apparently a good idea, even though it's not any cheaper. I mean, it comes out in taxes instead of out of your pocket. Yeah, exactly. You're going to pay for health care one way or another. Hey, guys, spoiler alert. There's no such thing as free. Just so you guys know. Someone's paying for it. Leech off the welfare system, which is in in the area we live in, no, it's all too common. It's it's not free for us paying for it, but you see people, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You see, I used to work in this local grocery store and you, you would see people come in, they would buy candy bars, just completely unnecessary food on EBT. And you're sitting here thinking, Okay, if you're really hungry, A, why are you five hundred pounds? And B, why are you buying Hershey's <laughs> chocolate bars? I mean that's not essential food. You don't need a Dude, Hershey you can bar. just start ingesting yourself at that point, bro. Like, you need to, okay? This is coming from a guy who's fat, all right? Listen. This is why we need... 500 pounds. Government Poke a hole in your stomach. In the form and then of treadmills. The if you know what I mean. Government <laughs> handouts in the form of treadmills. Your treadmills are expensive, though. Yeah, they, they really are, but... To Which my is kind of messed up. I mean, yeah, moving back to sort of the... The debt conversation. In World War II, our debt to GDP was 106%. And for a while, they started paying it off. And then it seems like as soon as 2000 rolled around, George Bush racked up the debt. And then Obama racked up the debt. And now Trump is racking up the debt, which is in his campaign, he said, oh, we're going to eliminate the debt. And uh, I've yet to see any action here. <laughs> yeah, and they're not making cuts either. Like, Doing all this stuff, like giving out money, like because of COVID, I'm like, yeah, I mean, under the circumstances, I can see it. But the thing is, what's going to cause that to happen is that there's no cuts being made. Cuts have to be made. And you see, you and I had this discussion. For us to stay afloat. You and I talked about this country. <laughs> off the record one time a while back. We were talking about, right, yeah, tax yeah. cuts are great, but if you're going to cut the taxes, you also have to cut the spending or else it just it makes the problem worse. It doesn't work, and then you have another Great Depression or another you know, um, housing crisis. Or it's, it's coming. It, it's it's going to happen. All kinds eventually. of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, with the whole COVID thing going on, I guess I could see one round of the payments. But now they're talking about doing a second round and a third round and even a fourth round. And we just we don't have the, the money $1, to pay for it. No, they're wanting to do, from what I read, $800 to everyone over 18. And while the money sounds nice, eventually you're going to have to pay it back, probably in next year's taxes when they jack the taxes up to recuperate their money that they lended you temporarily. 
that they didn't cut spending for so that you wouldn't have to pay them back. It's so backwards messed See, up. They're actually they're not it's not like they're keeping the spending the same. They're raising the spending and cutting the taxes. And that's why under Trump we've actually had the fastest increase of the raise of debt in the last 20 or 30 years. I mean, Obama did better with the debt than Trump. My feelings about Obama aside, I, I can at least say that, but no, yeah, for sure. I mean, old Bono man wasn't that bad. I mean, like he did a lot of bad stuff, but the good stuff that he did was was good. Yeah, he, net neutrality, uh, for example. Some people view net neutrality. I know this is like completely off topic and whatnot. Oh, it's it's like, all good. Yeah, but like people view net neutrality as a human right. I don't see it that way. I think that we should do it because I think we should keep net neutrality. Not only because I don't want to pay for packages, <laughs> but because you know, if someone can't afford for their uh, internet package that gives out Twitter or you know social network, despite my feelings about social media and social networks. They're, they're, they are a platform for free speech, and to me, that seems like, okay, you're getting rid of net neutrality. Now, some people can't afford to, you know, get the package with social media and stuff. They can't speak their mind about it, you know, and only in public. It's not just that. I mean, internet, it, it's been the same system for the last 20 or so years. You buy the internet. You can use any service that's free on the internet. If you want to go watch a YouTube video, you can go watch a YouTube video. You want to go search the internet, you can do that. You can go to the social media sites, you can play games. But when they start saying, okay, you're going to have to pay for each of these individual services, uh, 95% of people don't want their internet to be like that. And I'm one of that 95%. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but like, even if they don't do the packages, they can still throttle, um, internet speeds for certain apps and stuff and i just don't think that's right i don't think that a company should have a say so in whether or not the product you pay for gets messed with you know and i absolutely agree. I know that sounds weirdly strange but like i'm sure you know what i'm saying and another yeah. thing like i paid of, for good service i better get it <laughs> you know a lot of conservatives use the oh, this uh, company is a free company. It can do what it wants with its service. Well, I don't really see it that way. I feel like on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, you should be able to say whatever you want as long as it's within the guidelines of the law. Obviously, you can't say, I'm going to commit X crime or Y crime, or you can't yell fire in a theater. It, it would work like that on Facebook. But when Facebook starts censoring free speech, they should be held responsible for any kinds of threats of violence that take place on their platform. Like, for instance, someone murders someone, videos it, and puts it on Facebook. Facebook should be fine for that. If they can take off political speech, then they can take stuff like that off, too. Right, exactly. And it's kind of like the same deal, like, way back whenever, like, Trump first got elected. It was, like, the first year that he got elected. There was a, that live stream of those um, three or four four black people that like beat up this white retard or something like that. And, uh, they live streamed it and yes, they should, they should be sued for, uh, what they did to that poor kid. But Facebook should also be sued because, well, that doesn't. Hmm. Well, I wrote a paper on this actually last semester when I was in college and that's why you failed (laughs) because the teacher didn't like what you had to say. 
but um, there's a, a, a an exemption that these companies have. A publisher, like a, a news outlet, if they put something on there that's against the law, the news outlet gets held responsible. But Facebook, Instagram, all the social media sites actually have an exemption to where they're not considered a publisher. But my argument is once they start choosing what can go on there and what can't, they become publishers. So should they not be treated the same as every other publisher? Yes, absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly, yeah. Like a, a news outlet can't go out and live stream a video of someone getting their head cut off without getting in trouble. But Facebook, if someone does that on Facebook, they're absolutely okay. Now, granted, I'm not saying that the Especially criminal should go unpunished. And yeah, that happens all too common. Islam is a religion of mm-hmm. violence. I'm just saying. It is. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not what we're talking about here. We need to get back to the point. But uh, <laughs> moving on, actually, I wanted to kind of talk about the um, coronavirus and how they found Chinese labs where they were doing research on bats and the coronavirus. And I kind of wanted to get your thoughts about the origins of the coronavirus. Where do you think it came from? Okay. So I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit of a theorist. (laughs) I think that um, this specific strain of the virus was man-made, whether China paid for it or whether they had people like actually, like doing it for them that's the same thing but you know what I'm saying whether the government did it themselves or whether they paid someone to do it you know they did find some people in Harvard that got uh, uh, arrested or something like that and they were going to woo so I don't know but um I think it was uh, man made this strain was and I definitely like agree they, with you. On they that. found they found yes yes they found coronavirus and they mess, mess, messed with a little bit. The Chinese government paid for it, or something like that. This is just a, a, a theory. So I feel like know. the Chinese military had something to do with it for sure. Mm, yeah, but I mean, like I have my reasons for for saying this because, anyways. Like I was saying, like they paid for it to to be man-made, and then they put it in a bat at the, the wet market. You know, somebody was like, "Oh, so it could probably come from there," and no second thought would be made. Nuh-uh. second thoughts right here, bud. Um, yeah, I think that they did that as because this like whenever this first happened, like the Hong Kong protests were still a thing. You know, they were still going on, and um. So they did that, A, to uh, lock down the place and, like, try and stop it, and B, to distract the whole world from what, from what was going on with the Hong Kong protests. I don't know. I think you're on to something with that. We've, we've had this discussion, I think, ourselves off the record, too, but I, I do feel like <laughs> the Chinese military had something to do with this. I feel like they manufactured it, and they lied to the World Health Organization. And if they had just been honest about it, 95% of this wouldn't have happened. But, you know, a few months ago, I never would have saw any of this happening. I I never saw this coming. And most people didn't either. Exactly, because it's, it's unthinkable. But in, in this scenario, the unthinkable has happened, you know. And I saw earlier today somewhere where it says that the world um, body count or the death count for coronavirus has just reached 20,000 people. And I think that if it comes out that China did have a part in creating this strain of the virus, I think that they should be um, 
you know, punished some way in some form. For, I was um, actually for watching doing that. a video. So unfortunately, we had some audio errors recording, so part of the segment cut out. We're going to return to the podcast now. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show. So basically, I, I feel like the Chinese government manufactured this and then released it. And I feel like it's an act of war, but I don't feel like we should do anything to China. But what I was saying, I um, had actually watched a video from Ted Cruz on Louder with Crowder earlier, and he was actually saying the government is considering just not paying their debt back to China over all this, saying, you know what, forget it, we're not paying our deficit back. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I mean, that... It seems scary, kind of, if you think about it, because, okay, so this could probably start a war. But the world would be on our side, probably, for the, because of this. Because I mean, I don't want a war with China, but... Exactly. But, like, if that's what it comes to, I feel like we'll have a lot of countries come to our aid because, yeah, uh, China just screwed up everything. Yeah, China sucks, yeah. for sure. Yeah, dude, screw China, bro. And um, on the whole discussion of the coronavirus, I mean, the, the North Carolina lockdown, it's, it's been criticized heavily by lots of conservatives as being overreaching. But I actually feel like because of this lockdown, we've actually sort of helped our state a little bit. And I feel like if we hadn't have done the lockdown, we'd be seeing a lot more cases about now. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I mean, still at the same time, like... Is it really doing anything? Because people are still going to the grocery store. That's going to turn into a hotbed for coronavirus. People are still just going everywhere. The only thing that really changed is if you get caught doing something illegal, then you get charged with an extra, you know, something for a like a failing to uh, comply with the stay-at-home order. That's really all that the lockdown is. So it's really not doing much except putting fear in the minds of people. To get them to stay home, which, I mean, kind of, it's good to get them to stay home to stop this crap from spreading everywhere. But there's still mass gatherings happening. It, the only thing it's done is um, messed up other people's lives. Yeah, like, disrupted mean, everything. I am so, relatively okay it. has with helped, it, though. But it has helped, yeah. I'm Roy, get, Cooper. I'm like, eh. Roy Cooper's still Dude. an idiot. Oh my god, don't even get me started on Rural Cooper, bro. You mean I'm the guy that start hacked going the election? Off on... I'm gonna start going off about that election. I don't think he hacked it. Okay, I'm, 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 only... I'm, I'm only gonna say this. I don't think he hacked it. I think he had I think he had um, the Democratic Party of North Carolina to help him hack it. Boom. Said it. Boom. Yeah, I, I, I do It was agree. rigged from the start. It's rigged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erection hack. I can't do the Trump impression. This whole thing has been rigged. China is a monster. Russia did not help me whatsoever win this election. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> I mean, if the Russians were trying to pick someone to win the election, they would pick Joe Biden because Joe Biden is just a complete idiot and he would completely destroy the country. So if Russia's meddling in anyone's favor it, there was actually an article a couple months ago that said russia had a very um 
had a lot of interest in making Bernie Sanders the president of the United States because Bernie Sanders thinks a lot like they do. He's a socialist. He's for more government restrictions. And I mean, what's not to like about him if you're a Russian? Yeah, especially well, if you're in like that Russian mindset. Not every Russian is like, oh, 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 oh come in, you know. But like back in the day, if you weren't like, oh, oh, oh come, just you died. So that's how you all did, communist you did, countries you still are. Died. <laughs> you can vote your way in, but you have to shoot your way out. Exactly. And I'm hoping mm. I'm hoping the Chinese citizens will eventually revolt against their repressive government. I, I would love to see the Chinese government get overthrown. Oh, absolutely. Me too, dude. And uh, speaking of regimes, there's actually some news order- articles going around saying that uh, Kim Jong-un has died. And um, I-, I take that as good news, but at the same time, I feel like they may replace him with someone even worse. Yo, what? That dude died? Bro, I gotta look this up, man. I saw a meme about it. They, um... His health has been in decline because he smokes a lot. Oh, there it is. Kim literally number one on trending on Google. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's it's rumored to be dead. Brain dead or just fine. (laughs) Well, it's North Korea. You can't... (laughs) You can't get Yeah, Fox News says Kim Jong-un in vegetative state. We'll see. It's Fox News. I don't trust any news media. I'm just like looking through just to see. All right, cool. I mean, I don't blame you either. But um, I was reading something earlier that said if he did die, his sister would take over. And uh, one of these left-wing news sites was celebrating the fact that North Korea's next leader would be a woman. I'm like, hmm. So you're not concerned that another totalitarian regime is about to take place? It's fine because the person's a woman, I guess. I mean, that's good to know it's i just don't even have any words for that dude that's so retarded that makes me want to like find out a way to nuke north korea we or should have just like everywhere ago. oh absolutely yeah north korea i think its days are numbered it, it nobody in north korea wants to be in north korea on the um border they, where they have the military patrol the North Korean border, they have it set up to where there's one North Korean soldier and there's two behind them th- so that they can shoot that soldier if he tries to run into South Korea. That's how bad North Korea is. Crazy, dude. Now, granted, I mean, for America and Mexico, dude, get them freaking turrets. Any Mexicans we see trying to walk across without their papers get shot. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean... And this is a totally different discussion. This went from an okay political discussion to, um, well, now we know what's going to happen whenever um, like 50,000 Mexicans die at the border. This guy was definitely in charge of that. <laughs> you got to get Ted Nugent there. But um, another Dude, that's thing... That's all we need, bro. That's all we need. Another thing I wanted to mention kind of before we close things up tonight, I wanted to mention Michigan and specifically the fact that their governor has passed an order to where you can't drive. If you own multiple houses, you're not allowed to drive to your other house. You're not allowed to walk to your property line and talk to your neighbor. And I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, my thoughts? Well, I mean, thank God I'm not in Michigan or else I wouldn't be able to have any. But any, uh, anyways. Yeah, that's just. There's no way to enforce that, truly. 
And they're saying she's yeah. actually going to be Joe Biden's nominee, or he's heavily looking she? into it. That makes so much sense. Yeah, he did say that he <laughs> wanted a um a black woman to be his VP. That's it. It has to be a black woman. I mean, we don't pick people based on their ideas. If you're a modern Democrat, you pick people because they look a certain way, and that's those diversity points. Like, please don't keep me out of your party. You know. That's pretty much what that is right I mean, there. I'm just saying. Oh, like, that's what they believe. I'm going to go with that because it will give me the presidency. If you're voting for Joe Biden, you're really just voting for whoever his VP is because he's not going to make it his first term. He probably won't even make it the first two weeks, but that's beside the point. Yeah, definitely. He, um. Dude's done for, bro. <laughs> he, he's, he's. I don't been see how he's still for. alive. Um, there was actually something going back to. Crowder, I was watching earlier. Um, Osama bin Laden actually had a plan to assassinate Obama so that Joe Biden would become president, and they believed Joe Biden would destroy America. So this was back when he had all of his marbles, and people still thought he was an idiot. Wait, so you're telling me he actually used to be sane? I I don't think so. This is the guy that um, <laughs> likes to sniff girls' hair. He likes to sniff women's <laughs> hair and... um. Let me sniff you. There's actually <laughs> a thing they're looking into now. This lady accused him of sexual assault. Now, I know a lot of times... How is this just now happening? <laughs> people like to accuse like, really, people of, of assault just because they're running for an office. But with him, it, it's I could see it's it. It's more believable. I mean... Like, some of Trump's were believable whenever that happened. Not 50 people, but, like, some of them were believable. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. Surely, how... there's there's got to be at least a few people that wouldn't consider touching that. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely Never see happened. like a few people. <laughs> Fake news. Don't let you grab it. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> when you're a star, they let you do it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Trump. He's he's been a pretty good president. He he has a tendency to say some pretty uh pretty stupid things, but. I, th- I think he's done a pretty good job so far. He's lowered my yeah, taxes, yeah. but he hasn't lowered the spending. Exactly, which goes back to what we were saying earlier. But uh, no need, to, no need to beat a dead horse. You know, eventually, if things keep going the way they are. The dead horse will be American, sadly. So, well, I mean, th- these people in power. I mean, there's there's a number of things I could say. First off, we need term limits that would eliminate a large part of the problems. Not all of them, but a large part of it. That's going to happen. Well, of course not, because the people who are affected by the term limits get to vote on whether or not they have term limits. And obviously, they're going to vote no on both sides of the party. Both sides are corrupt. I mean... Exactly. But that's why I think the people should have more of a same one. And in terms of like that, because like we we elect them, we should be able to choose how much we how much they get paid, and how long they get to stay in office. That at least that is what we should get to decide about those people. Well, that on top of, I mean, eventually the debt collectors are going to come around wanting their money back, and when the United States says sorry, we don't have it, then um, or we're not going to give it to you. Then that's either going to cause a war, a mass uprising, because a lot of money is actually borrowed from banks. And the way banks work usually is the money is in like a savings account or a saving, a retirement account, and that's the money they're borrowing. So when you've saved up 30 years 
for retirement and the government has borrowed money out of your account and all of a sudden, oh, we're not going to pay it back to you. There's going to be a lot of very unhappy people. Especially, yeah, that's how you're going to... There's so many scenarios where we could have this, another civil war on our hands. And on top of the but, fact that, uh, I mean, you and I are probably never going to benefit from the social security system. I mean, the government doesn't... Of course, doesn't, we're paying into a system we're not going to be able to, you know, reap the benefits. And I mean, the benefits are... Uh, blotchy at best. I mean, I've worked with quite a few people who um, they're only allowed to work a certain number of hours to receive their benefits. And I've, that's always struck me as odd. I'm like, well, you're paying money into the system as you work. So I don't see why you shouldn't be able to work as much as you want. I know. It's literally like benefiting both parties. You but get extra money. For some money, reason, it's not allowed. And they, you get to pay in Social Security also. But... I definitely do think here in the next few years, uh, the debt topic is going to become one of the main topics because if if they keep pushing it off, bad stuff's going to happen. But it's not like they care. Of course, because they think that they can just make all their problems go away by just saying, we're America. Nancy Pelosi has a um, refrigerator with 20, I think it's a $23,000 refrigerator stock full of ice cream, and she was showing it off on them. Social media. I'm like, wow, this is this is how different. Wait, the... Skeletor knows how to work social media. Surprisingly, but it it just goes to show how the Who elite. on there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show how the elite are so like out of touch with the rest of us. I mean, we can't like, afford twenty three thousand dollars. I like ice cream too. <laughs> I like ice cream. I'm like you. You're like Nancy. That's like three thousand gallons of ice cream. We can barely afford a gallon. How is she going to eat that much before it expires? <laughs> That's how she's keeping herself alive. That's how she's staying alive all these years. in the ice cream. It's if you're going to take our taxes, at least let us keep the ice cream. Don't hoard the ice cream up, too. I mean, Jeez. it's one of the few joys Jeez. in life. I don't care if you hoard, like, all the toilet paper in the nation. Give me some freaking ice cream. Like, that is like a federal... That should be a federal offense. She should arrest herself because she did that. <laughs> They, um, they're, they're above the law though. I mean, we have to follow the laws and they don't. They don't. And the, the, the constitution, they don't really even seem to care about that. They, it's, they burn the constitution. Both sides like to do this. They, mm-hmm. um, they see the constitution as something that prevents them from gaining more power and they don't like it. They just want to do what they want to do. And Whether or not it benefits the people. Sometimes they'll do stuff that kind of benefits the people. Yeah, because they to have to stay elected. Exactly. It only mostly just happens right around election time, and if one you of the, notice that. One of the saddest things is in order to stay elected nowadays, they just start promising more free stuff. So it, it this is partially the voters' fault. I mean, voters really need to look and see, okay, maybe this isn't free. It it sounds good, but it's just going to come out of my tax money. So it's really, it's not worth it. But people just hear the word yeah, free that... <laughs> and they say, okay, give me, uh, give me free college. I want uh, $3,000 a month. I want free healthcare and free this and free that. And yeah, that, that $15 an hour you get for working at a grocery store that should be paying you eight seventy five. that's going to come out of your tax. You think you're going to keep all that? Nah. And to be fair, I do think the wages for retail employees are a little bit too low. They need to bump them up. But $15 an hour, I just, I don't know if that's, 
Not fifteen. I'd say about reasonable. ten or eleven. Yeah, they they um they've always tried to raise the minimum wage to keep it up with inflation, but here in the last, I don't think it it's been stopped. raised since two thousand eight. Two thousand eight was the last time they rose the wage. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's been a pleasure discussing. Um, I'll more than likely be making another episode next week. Thank you guys for listening.